Welcome to the Davis Arts Council Backstage Pass podcast recorded in the green room of the Kenley Amphitheater. My name is Kim. And I'm Heather. And we're here to talk music, art, literature, and give you a peek into what goes on here behind the scenes. In this episode, we are interviewing Davis Arts Council's Director of Operations, Laura Riddle. She will talk about her job responsibilities, including what it means to advance a show, something mm-hmm. that we've said several times. I know. I, bet people, I wonder if people know what that means by now, because we do use that a lot. Well, they're going to get an explanation. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, how the volunteers support our programming, because she works with the volunteers, too. Yeah. Yeah, when we had that episode where people asked questions, that a common question was, what does everyone do? At the arts, they wanted to know what our jobs were. And so, yeah, let's learn today about Laura. So, to get to know you a little, tell us about the first concert you ever went to. Wow. So, the very first concert I ever went to was, I had never been to a concert. And a friend of mine asked me to go, and we went to a heart concert. What a great way to start! It was in a huge, huge stadium in in Arizona. Uh We were up in the ceiling, (laughs) and I had never heard heart music before and had no idea what was going on, but but it was fun. How old were you, do you think? I was 18. Yeah. Oh, that's a great story. That's good. I wonder how much your ticket costs. I don't have a clue. Yeah. (laughs) $3. (laughs) We won't talk about what year that was. We'll spare you that. <laughs> That's so great. So was art a big part of your life growing up, or was it something that you kind of came into as an adult? It wasn't. I never had any experience with art growing up. Um, my experiences came when my daughter got into junior high. and Fun had this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's me. tell everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... And she had to go to several plays. Mm-hmm. And that's when we started going. And we started going over to um, Terrace Plaza. Terrace Plaza. Oh, yes. Business. Oh, I definitely went there for yes. my school requirements. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. And I fell in love. Oh, I fell great. in love with theater. And from there, we went to concerts. And that's where. I started finding my love for the arts. Do you remember what musical that was we saw the first time? I mm, do you remember? It was Oklahoma. Uh, oh, that's great. Still one of my favorites. Oh. Wow, so it's really just been in the last 20 years or so. It has been, yeah. That's neat. That's making me sound old, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than you, it's so true. it's okay. <laughs> You're the youngest one in this room. It's true. <laughs> Um, okay, so Laura, you've been involved with Davis Arts Council for a long time. Can you talk a little bit about um, how you found it or why you got started? So back in 2005, so I'm dating myself a little bit here, I happened to see a newspaper article for Charlie Daniels. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. how he was performing here. And it was in the um, Standard Examiner. Yeah. And it was a whole article about how he was performing and it was pouring rain. But everybody stayed. There was Mm -hmm. a photo of everybody staying during this concert. And I had met, that year I also met a young lady who 
happened to be a volunteer here and told her how exciting that would be. And I'd love to come see some of the concerts, but they were a little pricey, I thought, Yeah. for us. And she said, well, why don't you come and volunteer? And at that time, they needed volunteers. So the hmm. next year, um, I came over and started volunteering with the, so the Arts Council and just fell in love with it. Yeah. I was just remembering that Charlie Daniels sent us a Christmas card for years and years. Really? After performing really? here. Wow. When, you know, when you know, we get Christmas cards in the mail, he'd send one to the Arts Council for, I mean, probably at least 10 years. Oh, goodness. That's really sweet. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Most artists don't send anything no. afterwards. <laughs> no, but he did. Okay, so let's talk about your job a little bit. Okay. So, as Director of Operations... You do a lot of different things. So can you kind of talk a little bit? I mean, we talked about advancing. So can you kind of talk about what that means? And then you work with the, you do all the financials and stuff as well too. So what, what are your responsibilities? I do. Um, financials are a big part of my job. Just that's basically keeping track of ticket sales, of paying our bills, making sure our bills are paid, yeah. um, taking care of all the financial parts of the of the organization. Um, I also advance the shows, which is just making sure everything is in place before an artist gets here. Besides that, the other uh, things I do are like um, just taking care of the office, making sure that we have all our supplies, making sure if anything's broken, making sure we can get the city to come and fix our heating. They were here this morning. Oh, really? <laughs> they were. Well, and you, like, you redid the whole office. You, like, were an interior decorator for us. <laughs> My she very, was a general contractor. Yeah, truly. <laughs> My very first job when I came into the office, the very first day that I started working in the office yeah. was, I was told, I need you to remodel this office. Oh, and you did so good. Oh, thank you. Really and I said, I don't have a clue how to do this, <laughs> but um, I think it turned out really well. I love the layout. Yeah, it turned out really it's well. And so there's usable. still, yeah, there's still people who come in all the time who are like, "This looks amazing." Yeah, who haven't? If you haven't been here for a while, come see. Us. Yeah, You'll see. I mean, it's it's, it's been beautiful. what two and a half years now, maybe three years, three, something like that. Three years. Yeah, or so. yeah. yeah. And there are people. This looks awesome. Yeah. Wow, you haven't been here in a while. I'm Let's happy see. with the way it turned out. That was fun. Okay, let's talk about show advancing a bit more. Who are you working with? Um, is it like the, the manager? And what kind of information are they giving you? Like, is it like what the stage is going to look like? Or Most of what I do is working with the tour manager. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes there's two different ones. There's some that stay in the office, and then there's the ones that go on tour with them. Yeah. So a lot of times I might be working with both of them and we're just going over everything from how they're getting here. Are they driving a bus? Are they coming by plane? Oh. Are they driving in cars? To what hotels are they going to stay in? To when are we going to feed them? To you name it, everything from sound checks to how to get them from the airport to 
the venue, how to get them back to the airport. Right. Basically, everything that they're doing while they're in town, we yeah. have to have figured out in Hotels advance. And mm-hmm. Gluten-free meals. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> do we need a piano? Do I have to have the t- piano tuned? Mm-hmm. What oh, time wow. do we have that done? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I work directly with our technical people and with our hospitality people to make sure that we're all on the same page mm-hmm. and everybody knows where everybody needs to be at any certain time. So you're really like the bridge b- between the artists and the arts council here. You right, know. right, yeah. Just okay. making sure everything goes as smoothly as it possibly So can. sometimes you end up meeting that manager in person and sometimes not. Sometimes. They come. Mm-hmm. I do. Sometimes, probably about half the time, I'll end up meeting with the manager. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times they also are doing their merchandise. And so. Oh, that's true. Because yeah. I also am managing over the merchandise. Yeah. I'll meet with them there. Okay. So have you ever had any like, surprises come up or interesting? I just feel like with that job, there's probably so, so much that can come up the well, day of the show or right before. Or... There's a lot I can't say. Right. <laughs> well, you, well, you can, right. but, you know, maybe just not include the artist's name. But, <laughs> like, um, there, can I just say there was one day where she threw a stress ball at her office and it broke. <laughs> Breaking the stress ball yes. is pretty amazing. Yes, I was a little oh. I was a little upset with a tour manager who will remain nameless. Yeah, but yeah. Um, things come up at the last minute. We had an artist not too long ago who they got a flat tire on the way here mm-hmm. and they were running really late. So there's a little mm-hmm. bit of stress there. I had another time where a tour manager got a hold of me and said, Where are the artists? They were missing. We couldn't find them. The tour manager <laughs> oh, dear. couldn't find them. Called to see if you had them. <laughs> and so oh, we were no. hunting them down. They were in the transportation. They were on their way, but they yeah. weren't getting, nobody could contact them. Oh. Um, there's always some little thing that pops up. Every yeah. show has something <laughs> that pops up that we deal with at the last it's minute. It's the just, nature of the business. <laughs> it is. Well, mm-hmm. and sometimes when those things happen, like we had an artist last summer that you had to pick up at the airport yourself and take, or hotel, hotel yourself right. and take them to the airport and you had breakfast with them. Well, it was, <laughs> yeah. And it was Sunday morning and it was very early and I mm. thought, okay, I was supposed to pick up this one and take him to the Ogden airport because they flew in on a private jet. Oh, that doesn't happen every no, day. It That's doesn't. pretty cool. It doesn't. <laughs> we had two this summer that flew in on private jets. Oh, goodness. Which is interesting. So I went to the hotel to meet with them. The tour manager had given the artist the wrong time. Oh. So I was an hour early, apparently, to pick them up. They mm-hmm. hadn't had breakfast, and it turned out there was three of them. Thankfully, my car was big enough for <laughs> all their <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh, goodness. But we got them to the airport, and they were lovely, and <laughs> that was terrific. You go above and beyond. That's great. You are also very hands-on with the volunteers here. So what are the responsibilities of that part of your job? Like, do you train them? Do you, like, have, have 
a mentoring program? What's it like to have to discipline the volunteers? Not that our volunteers ever misbehave, but... (laughs) Our volunteers are amazing. They are just the most amazing people. My... What I do with the volunteers is everything from... I take it from the minute we get an application for somebody who wants to be a volunteer. Um, We get together for orientation the first part of every year. And that orientation is basically, can I scare you to death or (laughs) do you want to continue doing this? Right. It gives a, a little better idea of what is entailed in being a volunteer here. And then after that, we have a training that we do in usually in May, right before the season starts. And everybody, even our old volunteers, are part of this training that we do. So that just, we just get them into the program and then working with them during every show, making sure everyone has a show assignment. Because you're house manager too, right? I am. I am. So making sure that they all have somewhere to be. Every single position we have is so important. We can't do anything without every single person. And somebody may think, well, handing out programs isn't that important. It is huge. Yeah. Every position is an important position. And so putting the right people in the right places is something I really try hard mm-hmm. to make. How, how many might you have at, at a large summer show? At how the, many might be there? At the bigger shows, we usually have 30 volunteers wow. per show. The smaller shows, we can usually get by with about 21. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And then you used to be a volunteer yourself, like you told us. So can you talk about what that's like to be on that side of it? So maybe people could get um, an idea of what it's, what they could expect as a volunteer. Like how many shows Mm -hmm. do you typically do or, you know, that sort of. You know, that is pretty much open to the volunteer. How many do they want to work? We have some who only want to work two shows a year. And you're fine with that? I'm fine with that. Okay. With the understanding that all of our volunteers are required, in order for to be a volunteer, you're required to also do two other programs a year. Mm -hmm. And that might be working a a Sunday night concert, or it might be working a Friday movie, or a chamber program, or our active pages, or Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, so we do ask everybody to do two extra programs a year, but they can work as few as two shows a year. They can work as many as they like. I don't like it when people want to work all 15 shows. That's exhausting. That's a lot. That's more than one a week. It is. We yeah. have a few people. We're who the crazy to. ones. You're there. <laughs> yeah, you're there. But <laughs> we have a couple of folks who like to do that, like but do that's a lot. Yeah. Um, so. Just being a volunteer, it's one of those things that it gets in your blood. It really does. Working with the patrons and being there, there's a special kind of um, a vibe in the mm-hmm. venue on show days Yeah, that just gives you this energy. Yeah. But so you go in, you do, you do your job for the day. Um, part of it is we do a lot of cleaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is an outdoor venue. It's it dirty. <laughs> we yeah. wash seats. We clean up the venue beforehand if needed. We all get mm-hmm. our show assignments. Um, we work with the patrons, and patrons are lovely, but 
Yeah. So do they need to be able to, um, like, be on their feet Mm -hmm. and lift a certain amount? What are kind of the requirements? Right. Absolutely. Um, You're on your feet most of the evening. Yeah. Usually our volunteers show up about 6 o'clock, and they go home around 10, 1030. Yeah. They're on their feet most of that time. Um, Lifting. For the most part, yes. We have chairs we need to lift. Of course, not everybody can. Mm-hmm. And so if you can't, then that's fine. But we do need people who can lift, who can bend over to pick up garbage at the end of the night. Yeah. Um, and But especially those who can be on their feet, who can walk in the grass. That's mm-hmm. another oh, yeah, I didn't big think consideration. That. Yeah, it's a physical job, and I don't think people realize it how physical it yeah. can be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're helping helping push a wheelchair or helping someone mm-hmm. get in there. You're walking, seat. yeah, you're walking up and down stairs. Right. And, yeah. And you and might it, be out in the out in the pavilion most of the night, mm-hmm. which is a yeah. lot of walking, helping keep the lines under control. Mm-hmm. So and it can be very hot. It's very hot. <laughs> it can be very hot. It can yeah. be very cold. <laughs> it can be rainy. <laughs> it can be yeah. a lot of things. It can be lightning. <laughs> and we're worried about our lives. But one of the things we really need are folks who can talk with the patrons. We call mm-hmm. it being yeah. proactively friendly. Yeah. Um, just who can interact with all the patrons. That's a big, big part of it. Yeah, yeah. we want them to feel comfortable when they come to a show. We and, do. You mm-hmm. know, smile. And yeah. make these people. I always tell people the venue is our house. It's mm-hmm. our home. We're in welcoming people into our home. And that's what I want our patrons to feel. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, you guys, um, as house managers, you and your husband, my dad, (laughs) (laughs) you guys kind of, you took over the volunteers, how long ago was that? Oh, goodness. Hmm. Well, we started volunteering in 2006, and a couple years later, we became the merchandise managers, Mm -hmm. and... It was probably, I'd like to say about five years ago, we became volunteer coordinators at that time. Okay. And house managers. And you guys really kind of changed the volunteer program at that point, right? We did. We, we pretty much rebuilt the entire program. Um, we thought that it needed to be a little bit more organized. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, so we have, we came up with a volunteer handbook we've created. Um, and there's, there's just, a, there's more of a process now. Mm-hmm. And I think it works out really well. Um, well, I think it was needed too, because our shows were getting bigger at that time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We went from, when we first started, we had maybe 10 volunteers per show. Wow. And now we have, and that was too many in some cases. Hmm. And now with the number of patrons we have and the shows we have, we have between 20 to 30 per show. And Kim can tell you that when I don't have enough volunteers for a specific show, I start getting a little (laughs) bit stressed. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) I think there was one this year that at signups you had six. Six. (laughs) Yeah. I think I ended up with 16 for that show, and we were very, very short-handed on yeah. that show. Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of hands to make the show. So, run. if someone is interested in volunteering, um, is it best to send them to our website? 
It is. Last one. On our website, under Join In, there is a link where you can go ahead and sign up to be a, a volunteer um, for our shows. Once we receive that, we will get back with you the 1st of January, approximately, okay. um, for um, the orientation that we'll have. Oh, so this is the perfect time. This is the people. perfect time, yeah. We, we stopped taking people... As new volunteers in March. Yeah, okay. March is where we end. So if you're interested in volunteering, now is the time to sign Mm -hmm. up to do so. With a couple, because we have a lot of volunteers that are couples that volunteer together. Do you prefer them to fill out one application or do an application for each individual? If it's a couple, as I think the best thing to do would be fill out separate Mm -hmm. applications because there are things on there that are specific to that volunteer, whether it be uh, shirt size or any certifications you may or may not have. Okay. There's, so please do separate ones, yeah. Okay, so walk us through a typical show day, which I put typical, typical in quotes because there's no typical no day. Typical. Yeah, what time um, does it start? <laughs> but yes, it yeah, so from the time you get to the venue to the time that you leave, on okay. a show day, and I'll know if you're lying because I spend all day with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Walk us through that. Well, now, and advancing a show, that starts a good month in advance mm-hmm. before the show, prior to the show. So a lot of that is done. So on a typical show day, I usually get to the venue around 8 o'clock, no later than 8.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. A lot of it depends on what time the artists are showing up and what time we need to set up the technical Mm. I need to be here before all that gets started. So usually about 8, 8.30. And then I get whoever I can possibly find in the office. And we go over and put together stanchions and get things set up for the line. After that, we have to go pick up cars um, from our wonderful sponsor who lets us use cars that we use to transport the artists around so they're not in our messy cars with fast food bags right, on the back right. seat. <laughs> i did have to drive nitty gritty dirt band around in my car I remember that. Time. <laughs> and luckily i had just bought it it was pretty new but they taught me how to use my air conditioning <laughs> they were like you need to cycle this and i'm like i don't know what that means and they, they taught me how oh, i've never forgotten that's fun <laughs> So after that, we bring the cars back so our runners will have them. And then it's a matter of just being available for our hospitality people, for our technical people, anything they need. Um, Tend to be back and forth from the venue to the office quite a bit Mm -hmm. during the day. Putting out any fires that might happen to pop up. Not that that ever happens. (laughs) And... Just dealing with that. When it gets a little closer to the show, then it's a matter of coming over and starting to pull out chairs. In the past, we've had to bring a lot of equipment over for every show Mm -hmm. because we haven't had anywhere to store it. We have a lot of gear for our volunteers, a lot of gear for the box office that we have to set up over here. And so that takes about four or five trips Every Back show, and forth just the to get over here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then about six o'clock, our volunteers show up, and so I work with them. We get the venue cleaned. Everybody gets their show assignments, 
we work with that. In the meantime, I'm making sure the artists have shown up, making sure that <laughs> there's not a problem, like our runner's going to the wrong hotel. Um, <laughs> that's happened. <laughs> that's, well, yeah. that, that's not only happened, because, I mean, it's one thing to go to the wrong hotel, but I think they were waiting there for, what, half an hour or something, <laughs> oh. and no one was coming out, and they were so confused. The artist was calling you, like, where's our runner? <laughs> it was a whole big mess. So... <laughs> Dealing with that, um, basically just dealing with anything that comes up. And then once the patrons start getting there, then my job is to still deal with anything that might be happening backstage that might be they might need some help with. Right. But also watching over the volunteers. What do they need? Is everybody where they need to be? Um, that's it until the show starts. Then we go through the show. We're hoping everything goes smoothly and everybody's behaving themselves. Do you get to watch the show at all? Do you even see the show? I usually get about five minutes to stand on the pad to see to what see the stage it. looks like. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, mm -hmm. at the end of the show, we do cleanup. Um, we settle merchandise. We are dealing with that most of the night. There's a lot to it. And after everybody goes home... We get to clean up and haul everything back over to back the over. back over to the venue, and then take the cars back. Ba oh yes, and take uh -huh. the cars back afterwards. So the artists. Are so what time does that all wrap? Up? Depending on the show, it can be anywhere between eleven o'clock and one a.m. Yeah, yeah. Do you track your steps? <laughs> I was just going to say. Really? Yeah. What's your record? How many steps do you get? <laughs> um, my record is twenty-two thousand. <gasps> In one show, I average about seventeen thousand, but my record is twenty two thousand. How many miles is that? That's For me, that's eleven miles. That's amazing. In one day. That's what I did in New York. <laughs> yeah, true. That's totally a New York trip yep. day. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. my goodness! It's a lot of back and forth. It's amazing how many things we forget or need to be yeah. grabbed from the office during the night. Mm -hmm. and, well, yeah. one thing that's going to help is that the plaza was remodeled. Can you tell us a bit about that and how that'll impact? Oh, we are so excited about that. This has been a process that's been going on for a couple of years now, working mm -hmm. with the city. And we are so grateful to Leighton City. What they have done is amazing. It is beautiful, and mm -hmm. everybody needs to come and just see how it looks. The venue itself, the plaza itself, is going to be so much more patron friendly it's so much wider just more open there's going to be beautiful trees the landscaping is wonderful we now will have an actual box office a building, a building. A building. <laughs> and a merch booth in oh, the box office so building nice. and then we also have a concessions building yeah. which so is huge it is huge i'm excited but we'll still have dan with his food um Right, we're just taking that. But it's going to be terrific because we have these actual buildings and we can leave our things there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. on a staff point of view, it's a lot less hauling for us. Yeah, and we're very excited. So that twenty-two thousand steps will that's going to go down. down. It really will. <laughs> but from a patron uh, point of view too, it just really opens up that plaza and gives yeah. people more of a place to hang out. There's and so many places to sit now. There are. That's really nice. And that whole pavilion area is just, it's gorgeous. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we got to use the pavilion a little bit during gangrene. Well, we were kind of underneath it. We were <laughs> kind of under. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't really utilize it that yeah. well. But And we haven't gotten to use the building uh, yet. No, so no, no more sliding tables. No more no floor more tables. No. Uh, well, only for artist signings. Oh, true. That's still coming out. Yeah. 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 But we can store them there. Yeah. So oh, we're not going to be having so to haul nice. six to eight <laughs> tables back and forth to the office every yeah. show day. Yeah. That's oh. brutal. That's not fun. <laughs> That's really neat. Well, yes, everyone come see it. Even come by this winter. Yeah. Still. Well, and the bathrooms okay. are year-round, open year-round. Yeah. So, and nice they have too. hot running water. Mm-hmm. And now yep. with the water dispenser filler that we yeah. have on the outside of the building. The bottle filler. I've used Oh, that yes, that so was very times. handy. Mm-hmm. You can fill your, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Well, and it's pretty cool water for like being on the west side of the building yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's it's actually really really cool so this is something that we ask everybody who comes what is your dream concert at the kinley dream concert okay if it can be anybody anyone even somebody who's not alive Mm -hmm. i have always 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 loved karen carpenter oh that would be my dream. Oh, I'm with you. That's a great one. Come do a Christmas show. Yes. Oh. Oh, her voice. I just love her voice. If yeah. it's somebody who's alive, I would love to see Gary singing. <gasps> Lieutenant Dan, Dan Band. Band. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it sounds familiar. It's from Forrest Gump. He does. Yeah, that's great. Some amazing stuff. His voice is terrific. Oh, really that's good. Cool. He plays bass, right? I think so. I think so. Anyway, mm-hmm. We'll fact check that. <laughs> That's great. That would yeah. be awesome. Well, thank you for coming in and talking to us. And thank you all for listening. Please rate and review our podcast on Apple. It really means a lot to us. And be sure to subscribe. And follow us on social media. It's where we have up-to-date information about all our events and where we host giveaways. And check out davisarts.org for everything we talked about in this episode. See See ya. ya!